Many years ago, my sister asked me to accompany her as she went to school with her son for the very first day. Her husband couldn't make it, and she needed some support. So I went down to the school, and uh, I was standing back outside, you know, in the corridor while each parent went in with their child and left them in there. And uh, needless to say, some kids went ballistic and were screaming and crying. And it was very, very loud inside, lots of kids. My sister got in and out relatively quickly. But I was standing there observing all of this. I remember one woman brought her son in or her daughter in, I can't remember which, and left her child inside. And then she came outside and she stood there. Now, to me, as a non-parent and whatever, it was like Chicago Symphony just kind of tuning up their instruments. It was loud, kids were crying everywhere, but she was listening. And then when she listened for a few minutes, and I'm presuming she couldn't hear her child crying, she kind of smiled and she left. I thought it was remarkable that, and I'm sure parents here know this, you would hear, you would know the cry of your child. Am I right? Yeah. You would know the, the cry of your child. And I thought it's a beautiful image for uh, the kind of relationship that Jesus desires to have with us, that we would know this, that God knows our cry. He knows our laughter. He knows everything intimately about us. Even the number of hairs in your head are counted. And so it's important to remind ourselves of this. He, he, that's the kind of intimate relationship he wants with us. When he walked this earth, John the Baptist said to his disciples, Behold the Lamb of God. And they followed him. And as they were following him, he turned and he looked at them. That's hugely important in the gospel. Jesus looked at them. And he, and, and he asked him a question. Where do you stay? A very profound question. Where do you stay? It's a question we can ask ourselves even this morning. Where do I stay at this time in my life, at this moment in my life? And as you know, there are many places in which you can stay. Some of them are good and beautiful, some of them are not so good and are not life-giving. And then Jesus says to him, come and see. Come and see. That's what he invites them into, come and see. And what he's inviting them into is to come and see and stay where he is staying. And that is, what, that is a beautiful invitation. Because it's important to remind ourselves that, uh, that in most religions, people go to God. In most religions of the world, people go to God. But in our Christian faith, it is God who visits us. And the very fact that you're here this morning is a sign that God has visited you. And God has spoken to your soul and invited you into a relationship with him. 
As a matter of fact, God is longing for a deeper relationship with each one of us. When I was a kid growing up, sometimes we would see once a year the hunt, the foxhounds, the guys on the horses and the foxes, and they'd be blowing a bugle, and they'd be going out into the countryside, and they'd be chasing after the foxes. What was amazing was that it is only one or two dogs would get the scent of the fox. And then they would start barking and running after the scent. The other dogs didn't get the scent, but they would start barking and just running after them as well. But those who didn't get the scent would be distracted and it'd be all over the place, except the ones who are following the scent. God doesn't want us to be like those dogs that never get the scent, that are just running after the crowd. He wants something much more for us. He wants us to have a very real and profound relationship with him. And even if we turn away from God or make mistakes, let us remember that with the Ten Commandments, God wrote twice. When Jesus is with the woman in adultery, God wrote on the ground twice. So God is always desiring to renew that relationship with us. God is always desiring us to, to, to that intimate relationship with him. And that is what the sheepfold is. The sheepfold is that place where God dwells with us and where we dwell with God. I just read this week a beautiful thing about prayer. Prayer goes from many words to a few words. From a few words to just one word. And from one word to silence. And the first language of God is silence. And that in no way means absence in any way. And that's where, when we pray, we need to journey to that place of presence and of silence. That is staying in the sheepfold. And that is what we are invited to do, to stay in the sheepfold with him. That is the gift that God is offering us. But it is also with the gift comes a task. And we are also invited to go out and to be good shepherds to other people and to bring them into the sheepfold as well. The eyes of a human being are like the lights on an SUV or a vehicle. They are lit from the inside. And by staying in touch with the Lord in the sheepfold, our eyes are called, they're made for. Their purpose is to radiate light in the world. To radiate uh, um, consolation. To radiate joy. To radiate kindness. Compassion. That's when our eyes are at their best when they're radiating these beautiful things into the world. And through our eyes, we can communicate a very important, a very important message. It can, it can radiate care and compassion and concern, or it can radiate indifference and anger and hostility. So the, 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 the trick is to stay 
with the sheep, with the, the shepherd in the sheepfold, to stay where God stays, to stay where Jesus stayed, and to be nourished and nurtured in that sheepfold. And, and then from there to go out and to invite other people into that as well. So you can be a good shepherd. Each one of us is called to that. And a very important way of doing that is through your eyes. And your eyes can only radiate from the inside out. God is, is the only one who operates from the inside out in all of us. And let us pray for the grace to stay with him, to stay where he stays, so that our eyes will radiate joy and peace and hope. And as they look at somebody, it will raise them up and bring them into the fullness of a life, the life that God wants for each one of us.